Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about how we can be more productive when we're reading the Bible with others. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Levy, and today we're talking about how we can stay focused when reading the Bible in a group. And I hope the tactics we talk about today will be applicable in all sorts of different settings, whether you're in a Bible class or a small group or a group where you're studying the Bible with people for the first time with the hope that they'll become Christians too. You know, at the heart of all of those scenarios has to be the Bible. And sometimes we need a little prompting to ensure that's the case. Of course, we always try to start from that point. We all want to start with the intention of rooting ourselves in God's word, but group settings have a tendency of getting off track. We might start with scripture, but many times we start to get on tangents of philosophy or opinion or personal matters. And some dosage of that may be okay, but it's certainly not our primary purpose. You know, I started out in college as an English major, mostly because you know I love composition, I love writing, but I ended up dropping English from, from my degree after my freshman year because I, I some of the classes about literature just really rubbed me the wrong way. Don't get me wrong, I, I like literature, I love to read, but the discussions we had about the literature is what I, I really couldn't stomach. I remember a time when we were studying a piece of poetry that was written in the late 1800s, and one of my classmates made this long comment about how this poem made several references to the history of World War II. Of course, unless the poet was also a time traveler in his free time, it's just not possible that that could be the case. But the argument was commended by the rest of the class because we've decided the meaning of art and of literature is based on the audience and not the creator. That kind of thought process it doesn't seem coherent to me, but it very well may have its place in the arts. I don't want to disagree with that, but I know that we need to separate it from Bible study. And we know 2 Timothy 3.16 so well because it tells us the source of Scripture, but Paul also wrote about the purpose of reading Scripture. All Scripture is God-breathed. It's useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. The purpose of Scripture is not just to give us fodder for discussion. It's not so that we can have a, a good time interpreting it. It is the absolute truth intended to transform our lives. We should keep that function in the front of our mind when we're studying together. And so today, I want to talk about some questions we can ask in a group setting that will help reprove, correct, and train us in righteousness. And we may talk about some questions that aren't as helpful in this department too. You know, the first question we can ask is the most basic. What stuck out? What light bulbs went off in your brain when you read this passage? That's different from the question, importantly, what does this mean to you? That, we ask that a lot of times. But God doesn't intend for us to see different meanings from Scripture, but we all certainly have different levels of spiritual and physical maturity. We have different things going on in our lives. And one of the great advantages of reading the Bible with others uh, is that God can use those other people to show us things in his word that we haven't been focusing on. So ask, what stood out to you this time when you read it? 
Yeah, every time we go into scripture, we are going to see things that maybe we've forgotten. Maybe they're new to us. I've preached many sermons based on my answer to this question. And as we're, we're studying a passage, I often say that, that we're going to talk about this thing that I hadn't seen before. And of course, most of the time when I say that, I don't mean that I've never read it before. I, I probably have. But this time it stood out. This time it stuck out to me. You know, Paul wrote that all scripture is useful for all those different reasons he listed. And of course, not everything is useful all at once. And so when you're in a group, you have the benefit of hearing how God's word is uniquely relevant and useful to each member in the moment. Question number two, what part of this passage raised questions for you? Maybe it's the use of a word or uh, the underlying principle or the application of the text, but find out what questions came up as you were going through the text as a group. That doesn't have to mean that you rely on the group to answer all of your questions. You have to start answering those in your own personal study, in your own personal prayer. But I feel that I benefit from hearing the questions that other people had as we were reading. Oftentimes, they're different from my own, and that offers a whole new avenue to pursue in my own studies. Question number three, how does this passage relate to Jesus Christ? Without Jesus, the Bible is meaningless. It becomes like the old law, a list of rules and regulations that don't justify us because we can't keep them all. The new covenant is supposed to be different. It offers freedom in the law of Christ and allows us to be reconciled with God, not through our actions or effort, but only through Jesus. That is the context of every page of the Bible. Luke 24, 44 says, he said to them, this is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be fulfilled that is written about me and the law of Moses, the prophets and the Psalms. Everything, even the Old Testament, points to Jesus. So ask others in the group how everything you read fits into that greater context of the good news. Question number four, what do we need to do now? The Bible was written about the people who had their lives and their eternities transformed by Jesus Christ. And everything it contains challenges us to emulate Christ. That's the whole point of this book, not to give us a nice piece of literature or a captivating uh, philosophy, but to move us to action. A lot of our Bible study, both our, our personal and our group study, falls short of applying God's word to our lives. But that's easy to resolve. When you're in a group asking this question, can keep us focused on that goal. Give us specific and actionable steps to become more obedient to God. Question number five, ask your group why. Why has this passage been breathed out by God for us to read today? God knows everything. He's seen everything. He's powerful enough to create a library with all of that wisdom. It's hard to fathom how that would look. But I have no doubt that he could have done it. He didn't, though. God gave us a limited collection of books that in most iteration comes out to be only a couple thousand pages. And the finite nature of the Bible means that everything between those covers is put there for a reason. God distilled all of his knowledge, all of his wisdom to what must seem like a, a microscopic bullet point to him. But it gives us 
sufficient and, and a comprehensive guide to live our lives and glorify him. So nothing's unimportant. Nothing is a footnote. It's all relevant for some reason. Now, some of those reasons might be more veiled than others, but we can spend some time thinking about what the reason is. Of course, we can go too far here. We, we can't always answer the question why, but often this question can challenge us to understand the significance of seemingly insignificant passages. Why is this passage in this particular book of the Bible? Why would the Bible... Uh, be different if this wasn't here? What is the author's point? All of those why questions open our minds to see the beauty and the power of God's word. Reading the Bible in a group, it can be challenging, sure, but it can be immensely rewarding too. Reading within the context of a community allows us to see the absolute truth of God's word from new perspectives, and it forces us to come to terms with things that we perhaps would prefer to ignore on our own. God gave us the church for a reason, and I am certain that one reason is so that we can study his word together. That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily, and I'm looking forward to sitting down and talking with you next time. Hey there, thank you for listening through this episode of Rooted Daily. We think it's so important that you grow with Christ continually using the Word of God as your only foundation. That's why we release these episodes every weekday so you can root yourself daily in the Bible. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app so you don't miss us. And if you think a friend would benefit from hearing this good news, hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready now to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Jesus, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com.